Rockle and Russell's YouTube review. Each week we'll be setting each other challenges uh, on YouTube and finding videos for hopefully your entertainment. Hope you enjoy this current episode. Okay, episode 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, episode 11, we are taking um, our fans' suggestions today. And we are going for our full episode on t- kids TV, but kids TV that resonates with us, isn't it? It's not like, you know, I'm not talking about um, whatever's on now, Peppa Pig. Not, and, not the shit that my daughter watches now, no. What is the, what's the shittest thing that Dolly watches? Not including the weird, like, YouTube channel yeah. where we've spoken about before, where people just kind of move frozen characters around and narrate it. She, well, since, to be fair, since we got, since we got Disney, it's like, oh, right. She, there's so much on there that she doesn't really have one particular thing. Mm. Uh, it was, I think, Pep, it was Peppa Pig for a long time. Then, yeah. then Hey Dougie. Is she into Pixar movies? Do you watch them with her? Because that must be all right. I watch them yeah, as an adult yeah, without a kid. So when we have like, if there's, if we know it's going to be bad weather, or we've had to come in because okay. it's, we've been trying to sort of spend time outside and it's been raining. When we know we're going to be kind of settled in for an hour or so, we'll we'll try and push it towards something a bit more. So yeah, we've watched a few decent ones. And then Moana was good. I like that because the rocks in it. Yeah, definitely. I like. I, we, we watched the Good Dinosaur a couple of weeks ago, which was I, good. See, that's one of the ones I didn't like. Was the the Good Dinosaur? I didn't particularly think that was all that great. Our criteria are probably different. You're probably judging it on how good it is. I'm judging the fact that she sat there and watched it for an okay. hour. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've got the same system, but I'm for, my, uh, <laughs> my my wife's 35, so <laughs> she can sit there and watch it, then that's fine. But yeah, is there any you don't like in that that kind of? Because on um, that's really good that Disney Plus. You must not use a lot of it. No, not nowhere near. Like we've 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 hardly yeah. gone near the kind of the star bit that's added been added recently. But then, uh, like out of I think the five on the home screen, I think one's Marvel, one's Star Wars, one's uh, uh, Pixar. Yeah, so <laughs> so maybe you only have to pay like. Maybe three ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah we watched Disney. I watched a few of the uh, after you kind of pointed me in the right direction. That there's a few of the um, ESPN films on there. I don't know what set. Oh, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. It's it's a strange little thing at the bottom, isn't it? I think it might be Star Plus. They're on there. I've not had a look recently actually because it looked like they were. It was something that was going to kind of get added to over time. The Four Falls of Buffalo was good on there. Yeah, I watched that one. I think you you said it was good. One of those ones you hadn't seen, I think, and recommended to me. At the time, yeah. yeah, and yeah like, now, oh, that's a good recommendation. Yeah. I, I, on there, I watched uh, Free Solo today. That was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed that. I thought Dormore was better. Yeah. Um, because of the kind of backstories to the, the guy who's does all the, the climbing in that. Um, I forgot his name now. Caldwell, isn't it? Oh. Tommy Caldwell is yeah. Dormore. Yeah, and then uh, Alex and then, Connell. And then he makes, obviously, appearances and uh, uh, Free Solo. But then, like Alex Honnold, yeah, yeah, he's like you can see he's got Asperger's, like, yeah. <laughs> and then when they had that MRI of his brain, where like this is what normal people react to, and he had just had nothing going on, like, yeah, it, it takes a lot to get him excited or something. I thought, well, I, um, no wonder he does that. I never got to round to it, but I was I was so keen when I heard that film was coming out. I was desperately trying to find an opportunity to go and watch it on a big screen because yeah. I'd uh, I'd watched I just like stumbled across a film on Netflix a couple of years earlier that was based around kind of climbing in Yosemite. So, it's yeah, an amazing, so, amazing place, didn't it? Yeah, and I'd I'd been there on my honeymoon as well. Oh, right. So when I first heard the news 
I remember the Tommy Caldwell. I remember that when it happened. I do, yeah. I do have memories of kind of just seeing it on the news one day. Mm. And I think because I'd been there only like a year earlier when I mm. kind of was in the living room doing something and I heard someone on the news saying, oh, and, you know, two people are, are kind of camped out halfway up El Capitan. Because I'd seen it recently. I, I was like, you can't climb that. Because when you're there looking at it in the flesh, yeah. it looks like a sheer... It looks like a sheet of ice, doesn't it? It doesn't yeah. look like there's any grip on it. But then when you see him actually climbing it, there isn't any grip on it. No, there's still <laughs> But yeah, no, I agree. Dormal's a better movie, a better film, because there's a bit more going on. Free Solo is just a bit more of a kind of seat of your pants, like unbelievable. Yeah. Like, what am I watching? Yeah, he was kind of like climbing the uh, climbing up El Cap. And then like if there's like a ball in your house, he wouldn't be able to climb it. But if you tore the wallpaper off, he'd be able yeah. to grip onto those <laughs> those bits, you know. Uh, unbelievably talented, isn't it? It's, like, it's almost scary. I could, don't think I could get over 10 feet without thinking, no, that's like not for me. Dolly climbed up a little kind of wall today in the park that I was pretty proud of. You know, the ones they kind of, they they make, they, they put the little kind of coloured pegs on that you have yeah. to climb like they're, they're just a little kind of wooden treehouse structure thing but they had a little wall on there that had a few of them on and I just went go on you can climb up that and she she did kind of mm. just climbed her way up it and it's weird because exactly what you say technically what she did mm. she went from the kind of ground to a few feet off the air but when she was halfway through that few feet she could have been 2,000 feet high yeah. she was still just putting <laughs> one hand after the next one yeah I'll, I'll, I'll wait I'll wait a little bit longer till I pack her off to yeah. <laughs> kind of the guy when he lost his finger and stuff and you think well that's career over and then they just got even better like the drive these people have is amazing isn't it? Um, and if you were con- to compare that to a ch- children's tv program <laughs> i suppose but we both get to watch a lot of ch- children's tv now because um I'm like, i work with two autistic adults and one of them really likes um cartoons in the morning <laughs> i find myself like i actually want to know what happens but none of them's got a storyline as in like a long game you know fireman Sta- sam lasts two minutes or five minutes or whatever and then norman does something stupid and then they sort that out. But it's not like, oh, do you remember last week, Norman? You did that. <laughs> <There's> no... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that Norman, that Norman is a proper problem. He's a prick, isn't he? <laughs> he looks like a prick. He don't listen to anybody. No matter what he does, I think his, his mum gave him a job, or his aunt, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, like I say, I don't know his backstory. He was Norman. Gives him a job in a pizza parlour overlooking a football match. And then he somehow burns down the, the, the restaurant because he's watching the football they're kind of like oh Norman can you imagine the insurance job that would be <laughs> like around that and then yeah. just to tell him off in that one instance and then, <laughs> the, the fire brigade have been called but you know there's no comeuppance for Norman he was, he's going again next week he's pushing yeah. a he's pushing an electric light onto an ice skating ring to like almost electrocute everybody <laughs> he should be in a Borstal fuck Norman good <laughs> spin off yeah yeah <laughs> but Norman in Borstal yeah I'd watch that I don't think uh, one of the lads would like it he doesn't like anything <laughs> so yeah they're the ones I, I like um, Ricky Zoom I don't particularly mind when that comes on that's not one I've seen he's like, a, he's like a superhero uh, motorbike Paw Patrol don't mind that at all they, they send a good message and then um, Dave Taylor, his daughters used to like Paw Patrol when they were growing up. So, you know, at least I knew a bit of the uh, some of the characters, Rocket and Dash. And but then, uh, like, I can't really remember watching a lot of kids TV when I was a kid. I think I, I was out playing most of the time. But in those kind of, I don't think kids understand that like these days. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> that you could pretty much only watch cartoons on a Saturday morning or Rolf's Cartoon Club on a Saturday afternoon. That was about it. And then, but obviously, there's dedicated channels to kids TV all day now, isn't there? So on YouTube, because I remember that, like Dave uh, gave the girls the iPad and they were watching Peppa Pig videos. And someone had made a Peppa Pig video where Peppa Pig got put in the mincer and then they showed like a mincer going around and pork coming out. 
like as a joke kind of video and the girls were like screaming and Dave was like, well, who would do that? And then obviously you've got to sort out all your parental checks and stuff on there. But I think he had them set up, but that slipped through the net or something. But um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Rockall Russell one, I think we've got a few more followers on that this week. And Instagram is Rockall and Russell pod. We are up to 541 listeners. And um, this week I had gone back to Wellington, see my parents and see a few friends and play a couple of rounds of golf and stuff. So that was very nice. And everyone I've, bumped into this is the good thing about Welling Garden you know if you're doing well with something because people won't take the mickey of you make mickey out of you for it you know <laughs> so I didn't want anyone say something and go oh yeah not as good as your podcast Russell and then like a lot of people laugh and that didn't happen so oh. it could it's probably a mixture of not <laughs> not listening to them and <laughs> actually we are doing right but then I got a phone call from uh, Chris Lorimer for who's living in Thailand actually like to tell us, tell me it was, it's going really well. They really enjoy it. And when I told the story about Super Hands meeting him in the pub, Karen, uh, his, Karen Lama, his wife said, oh, I'm, I'm famous at last. So, <laughs> so, so those two, 500 people that don't know Karen, Karen Lama, um, she's an amazing person and she's an art teacher and she should be super famous because she's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. Right. So we get a crack on with uh, our, one of our first clips. Just choose one at random and, uh, Oh, actually, I've got to say thank you to Lewis Annis for contacting us this week. And I think next week we're going to go with sitcoms and I'm trying to get Daniel Boyce, uh, who's still a listener, to uh, join us for that. So I'll pick one of these clips. It's a Merry Men story, but now Bitsa. Bits of this, bits of that. Put them all together and what have you got? Bits and pieces, bits and bobs. Put them all together, what a lovely job. With strings and things and new rolls of glue. You can do whatever you want to do. Bits of this, bits of that. Bits and bits and bits and bits of pieces. Bye! <laughs> Have you any idea what that is? Yes, I do remember bits, sir. I, I thought actually, it was right up your street. Yeah, I actually remember. <laughs> I, I think I still sing the song to my in my head occasionally. I can't think what it would be that would sort of prompt mm. me to do that. But maybe if I hear someone say bits and pieces or something like that, yeah. I'll then wander off going bits and pieces. There's bits and bobs. Yeah, it is right up my street. It's one of those things that I just, I love watching how people make stuff out of stuff like that. Yeah. And I still do it now. Like you see these videos come off on Facebook, show you how to make a picnic bench out of like breeze blocks and fence posts. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to do this. So um, Bitsa was um, during the Andy Peters time of um, In the Broom Cupboard on BBC. And it was kind of, it wasn't a big show, was it? It was a little one. I think the, the theme tune is what hooks me in and is why I still remember it. Uh, the premise of the show, they just made shit out of other shit, didn't they? <laughs> so yeah. like, I think the first thing they make on the, this YouTube video, which I'll put on our website, is... Um, they make a chattering mouth out of two egg boxes and a and a toilet roll. And, yeah. you know, that's all very good. I don't think I've ever made anything off it. But then the, the thing at the end is the best bit. Okay, yeah, there. so that's what I was just going to ask you, because the first one that you just mentioned, the little chattering teeth, that's very kind of Blue Peter yeah. stuff. But my my memory of, of bits are is the more kind of like they're going to a junkyard. And oh, right. I don't make, can't remember them, make, them doing that when I've looked through things this week. <laughs> but they used to do like um, they pick three numbers or have kids pick three numbers. And then they just throw the whatever's in those boxes, box number three, box number six, box number nine on the floor. And then they've got to make something out of that in like a certain amount of time. And then watching it back, they do actually like, there's a bit of niggle there. <laughs> between. 
<laughs> which obviously you don't see as a kid. You just see the end product. The bloke's asking the, the woman, what are you doing? And she's like, well, but obviously do it, trying harder than you are kind of thing. But uh, they're either like definitely going out or they were not particularly professional with each other. <laughs> Any time, probably didn't like each other. He's got a kind of gas top vibe to him, hasn't he? The, yeah, the, very uh, much. I think, um, was that what was that called? How and how yeah. to? But yeah, it's it was uh, very entertaining. You're like almost watching people graffiti. And, you know, you want to see an end product out of it. But I thought it'd be right up your street. I'd imagined you'd watched it because you're quite good at things like, you know, making things out of other things, aren't you? Yeah, I think. You're quite I, uh, creative, aren't you? Yeah, I, I haven't done it yet, but I, um, I've, I've got the bit saved. Did you get, uh, did you ever sort of come into possession of the Arsenal bottle opener a few years ago that when you sort of pop the lid off a bottle of beer, it plays the Michael Thomas 89 commentary? Oh no, and I haven't, haven't seen that. I've got one of them, but it broke. The plastic got brittle and the actual top of it snapped off but the the guts still work so if you kind of touch the two bits of metal together it still work and at Christmas Dolly got like a kind of moody version of operation and ever since then I thought one day when I've got a spare hour I'm going to open them both up and attach the Michael Thomas commentary to the (laughs) to the operation so so when her tweezers touch the uh, walls of the stomach it plays (laughs) through the midfield I don't know. There might be a there might be a business in that. Can you not change the operation bit to like uh, like a nutmeg pass and a finish in the top corner? Like yeah. I don't know how it'd work. Maybe. With bits of the bit that I was talking about, I'm sure I've got memories. Maybe it wasn't something they did every week. Maybe it was like an end of series or once mm. once every now and again. I swear they made something a bit more kind of substantial. With they went into like a, a scrapyard and actually got big like you know bits of metal and yeah, stuff sure. made made stuff like that that's i've got memories of seeing that cuz it was kind of almost like a bbc version of art attack but art attack was a hell of a lot better wasn't it <laughs> yeah art attack was one of my first ones that i thought of one one of my pictures that we spoke about the other week where i started drawing things yeah. from my childhood on dolly's whiteboard oh yeah i need to put them onto the uh, our website art attack. Yeah. art attack was one of those neil buchanan in, in his in his jordans I saw someone on Facebook that I know the other day who I used to work with who took like a picture on his Facebook page and said, oh, lovely view taken today of so-and-so, so-and-so from my drone. Mm. And the minute I looked at it, I just thought, why are you not doing art attacks? Yeah, art attacks. What what other thing would be more more worth doing than (laughs) hovering it above a field while you kind of throw old clothes on the floor and yeah. <laughs> I don't know the kind of modern day version of that is like on Strava or those kind of track where you've ran apps don't you people are drawing pictures and stuff and uh, you know, there's a willing person in Welling Garden that draws of like of penises everywhere like by his running route and stuff and now he's like linked that because he's got him popular to like uh, testicular cancer stuff and you know fair play to him but we did a competition of like between our friends we had four couples in this group we did like a taskmaster thing over the year each month we had a task and one of them was to draw a picture and it is incredibly hard unless you properly plan out a route or something yeah. but then you just kind of do a route and then go right that looks a bit like <laughs> i like kind of kids programs that try to make people like you creative and things I always like that part of blue peter where they kind of got you to make stuff but then it was always shit when it? it was always crap i never understood the Crazy island one is the famous one isn't it yeah and that's it didn't look too bad but then it is bad isn't it <laughs> it's the kick well i can speak from experience of lockdown last year with dolly it's mm. it is the key people occupied it's not to kind of make something that you're then going to play with because yeah. they're like impractical they're not, they're not strong <laughs> enough to kind of withstand the heavy-handed toddlers are you into diy now do you make stuff in for your garden and things now or i've not for a while i've, I've got some decent i've got some decent like pallet furniture out there i've got like two yeah. big euro pallet 
like chairs and a and a ta- like and a table that I just kind of screwed pallets together, sanded them down, painted them, put wheels on them. Yeah. Um, so I can kind of move them around the garden, like planters out of pallets as well. Um, and then not didn't make, but bought like a really cheap, like unfinished wood, like just sort of rough sawn wood. It's like a bench with sides and a little kind of roof on it and bought that, but then kind of stripped some bits off it and stained it and painted it to make it look a little bit more than it was. Yeah. Was like, up, up, like upcycled, I suppose, is the... Yeah, it's good. Oh, that's awesome. If you've got a skill, like you say, you appreciate it a lot more, even though it's probably not as good as something you could buy, you would appreciate that a lot more. I, like, I made two planters, but then I put too much compost in it and now it's like they're breaking apart. <laughs> yeah, they rot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, find, you find out after you've done it, don't you? But I like, yeah, I do, I do like doing things like that. I just, I just don't have time. I Like I say, yeah. I look, look at things a lot as I think, oh, I'm going to do that. And then I just laugh and think, like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like um, we're currently trying to move a greenhouse. Our next door neighbour sadly died. So we're trying to move a greenhouse from her garden to our garden. And it would be easier to move the fence around the greenhouse, I'm finding out. You take out every single panel and then it's attached to like a, a square at the bottom with screws that are actually cemented into the like cement beneath it. So I laid a patio and then I took the uh, the greenhouse apart, moved it over to my side of the garden. And then like, I'm stuck now because I can't get that bottom bit off that's um, uh, oh. cemented in. And then you're just like, you just that like, job plays on your mind, doesn't it? It's like, but then I've quite enjoyed, you know, doing bits and because like when living in one garden, didn't really have the opportunity to, didn't have a garden a lot of the time. So but it's good. Like, around here, forest time is a thing, which means just as long as you want. Oh, forest time. Yeah. So you're, you're on forest time, which means you just do stuff as slow as you want, really. As long as you turn up on time, you can start, you could chat for two hours before you start kind of thing. Oh, you're on forest time. So Oh, like um, Manana in Spain. Yeah, yeah, so we've got a long way off bits of there, but we'll go with one of your clips now, Mark. This is Sky One, a part of the British Sky Broadcasting Network. I ate properly today. Oh, really? Yeah. Extra large bowl of properly. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Do you like that, yeah? That right now, I've got a plan. Where's, yeah. my, where's my paper? DJ, uh, a... DJ, there it is again. I do... It's getting louder, isn't it? Yeah, but where's it coming from? It's coming from the place I just threw those beans. Those magic beans? You realise then this can mean only one thing? <gasps> what, that it's come to a really crucial part in the show and we've got to freeze? Spot on! What has happened to the magic beans? Did DJ really eat properly this morning? Why does that bit of music play whenever anyone says planet in peril? For some of the answers and a lot more questions, you'll be crazy to miss tomorrow's DJ catastrophes. DJ Cat Show. Uh, do, you remember, do you remember it? I am aware of it, <clears throat> but unfortunately I did not have Sky and they had yeah. the, mono- the monopoly on the turtles, which is everyone wanted and talked about at, at primary school. Well, that's, so, that's, that is exactly why I remember it, because 
that that early those early turtles days yeah. first of all i should say the reason i remember that one sort of so vividly is that was something that came on after we'd moved to live in portugal when i was younger so obviously i went from what we've been talking about that kind of saturday morning after school every day tv yeah which at the time felt like quite a lot yeah sure we now know it isn't but moved to Portugal, there was nothing. And then uh, I don't know how far into those kind of two or three years in Portugal, Sky came out and we had access to it. <clears throat> I'm not sure if because we were in like a kind of expat community and right. you had all the kind of bars and restaurants very quickly trying to scrabble around to get Sky yeah. for football and sport that it made it more freely available. Funnily enough, even though we were in a different country, probably made it easier for us to get it than... Yeah, mad that, isn't it? Because <laughs> you had, I think you had like, you know, Satellite John doing the rounds around the town, like sorting out the the, sat- the satellite for all the pubs. I think people weren't, you know, you weren't necessarily paying a normal subscription. You just had to get someone who knew which direction to point the satellite dish and just get a box of some description. So we we had Sky, even though we... So it was, it was almost like that reward for the first couple of years in Portugal of having like mm. nothing to watch, that all of a sudden we had Sky. And like you say, it, it was... It was where turtles were shown, and that was just the biggest mm. thing. It was just so huge to see that. Yeah, uh, I do remember. Like, I think in the like later days of the DJ Cat Show, before it moved to something else, there was like a Police Academy cartoon which I quite liked. Oh yeah, so I I kind of, I'm sure I remember that being on the DJ Cat Show, and also um, Denver the Last Dinosaur, which I've liked because of the theme tune. I think most of my memories of TV programs, children's TV programs, are because I like <laughs> the theme tunes theme tunes to it i think yeah they are catchy i think that's the whole point i think that i was suckered in by that they've done well like (laughs) i was their demographic and they got me dj um, cat was like a me and my brother used to kind of set an alarm which at the age we were at at the time it was very much like that age not quite kind of teen you know kevin and perry kind of teenagers grumpy but definitely at an age where your mum and dad would have to drag you out of bed to send you to school in the morning yeah but we look forward to that so much that we would actually set alarms on our casios and kind of get up and go into the living room at like six in the morning and watch um skippy was used to be on just before so there was like an episode of skippy the bush kangaroo straight into dj cat show um because i wasn't a massive fan of the kind of live actiony um i was more of a cartoon kid you know i liked Mm. uh, looney tunes and stuff but the Live action programs. I didn't. Other than Round the Twist, I think that was. Uh, other than that, I don't think I liked any of those kind of Skippy flippers and things. No, that was again though. That was just because of the lack of anything else. I mean, in those mm. in those years in Portugal, other than DJ Cat Show on those those mornings once we had Sky. Before we had that, it was um, MacGyver was on on a yes. Sunday night. Now we're talking. I, yeah, MacGyver was on on a Sunday night once a week, just on Portuguese terrestrial TV. Dubbed or was it? No, in in it, uh, Portuguese oh, subtitles, but in 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 English. Mm. Um, Manimal, do you remember that? Manimal, no. It was on a Saturday night. It was a bloke who could t- turn into animals, basically. Oh, okay. And man who could turn into animals, man in Manimal, mm. and he was yeah, he'd fight crime as as you would. If oh, you yeah, because um, Rob Schneider film a movie of it. Surely, I think <laughs> there was a Manimal film. <laughs> Yeah, Charlie oh. Rob Schneider, Juice Bigelow yeah. kind of fame. Yeah, so Manimal, and then, um, so that was like Saturday night and Sunday night, and then for a period of time, every night of the week, which was a real touch, was the streets of San Francisco with Michael Douglas. Okay. And so very limited things to watch on TV. So when we got up to mm. watch the DJ Cat show, we were probably getting up to watch DJ Cat, right. and then one morning we're like a minute early and saw the end of something like an episode of Skippy that was in English. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> we better get up even earlier. Get up yeah. an hour earlier, yeah, and watch that. <laughs> like my, my sister, I don't think we had a, the similar taste. I don't think we really got on until we were probably 18 and 19, you know. So the similar taste in TV programme, because she was the older one and she was bigger than me. 
she was the queen of the remote. So I think I grew up like just trying to put her off watching bloody Star Trek and stuff. She's her tastes were a bit out there as a child, was my sister. So, you know, where I wanted to watch her, Denver, the last dinosaur. She she's right on the case with Star Trek TNG or something. Twin Peaks. <laughs> like, I don't even understand Twin Peaks now. So my sister at age nine, probably not probably not getting it. Twin Peaks. I remember when we moved funny enough, if- when, we moved, when we moved back from Portugal. Mm. One of the like the first flat that we moved into that we were kind of renting whilst we kind of resettled back in England. We were it was like privately rented, so the people who rented it to us, all their stuff was still there. And we're getting there like on the first first sort of couple of weeks and opening the cupboard and finding a load of their old VHS tapes. Thinking, right. oh, there'll be something in here that we can watch. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and there, there was just loads of episodes of Twin Peaks. I was just God. like, I don't even, I don't think I've seen a whole episode. I don't think I've seen two minutes of it actually. No. It's a David Lynch thing, isn't it? Like, I know he's out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. um, he's had bit parts in uh, like sitcoms, isn't he? He's in Louis C.K. Uh, yeah. the Louis sitcom. Where he's trying to train Louis to become like take over oh, the man. Letterman show. That was a brilliant. Was it? It was more than. Was it one episode or was it like two or three in a row? It was where that two or three, kind of, yeah, kind of like yeah, they, were really, they were really good. Then ones, yeah, I think that's such a good sitcom. Maybe we'll bring it up next week. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> oh, the thing about that DJ Cat, what it reminds me of now. Now at the time, it didn't obviously because it hadn't mm. happened. Do you know the the episode of Simpsons where they tried to introduce a new character into Itchy and Scratchy and oh, they had Poochie the Poochie, dog? Yeah, yeah, and it was very much like that kind of right. What do people like? What's cool? Let's yeah, all of it at one dog. So he was like. He was a rapper, a surfer. He was cool. He was a badass. He had a leather jacket. And he has an earring. A cat with an earring. Looks like something that a a kid has created. Yeah. But yeah, there was definitely a meeting of a lot of people that didn't understand how children worked, I think, to come up with that character. But like things like Ed Duck and Gordon the Gopher were like pretty decent. I remember like there was a day at Wimbledon with Des Lynham and like Andy Peters and Ed the Duck. And then Ed the Duck asked, like ask questions and Andy Peters would like translate it to Des Lynham. And then Ed the Duck squeaked something. <laughs> Des Lynham started answering it and then went, oh, you get used to him after a while, don't you? <laughs> 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 Actually, move on to the next one, mate. All right there. Uh, okay, now, who wants to play Wonky Donkey? <laughs> And of course, the answer was Jane. And we've got that fantastic DVD up for glabs. Loads of people knew it, but how did they play? Up for glabs. Uh, I've got a donkey here, it's got one leg missing. It's got a wonky, it's a wonky donkey. It's a wonky donkey, you see? What you've got to do, we've got an animal, you've got to tell us what uh, situation it's in, please. And it's got to rhyme, ladies and gentlemen. Most important thing's got to rhyme. Okay, you each got 10 seconds, five colours on the line, nobody gets a rock roll of a wonky donkey. Two next week, we're going to go over to call number one, Lindsay Swift from Barnsley. Hiya! Hiya! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas to you! Oh, I hope she wins. So do I. She's nice, isn't she? Yeah, I hope you get it, Lindsay. Good luck. Ten seconds. All right. What we got here? Irish. No. No. Got a t-shirt. Navigator. Oh, you're close. You're so close. Oh, she was close. A long time. She was close. Scottish alligator. Doesn't really rhyme. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Let's see it. Doesn't really rhyme. Stephen Edwards, you said some more than Shut it. Not you, Stephen. Declan. Sorry about that. Ten seconds. What have we got here? Scottish Gator. It doesn't rhyme, for goodness sake. All right, son. All right. What is Shoot it? Scottish Gator. What? Scottish Gator. Doesn't rhyme. Uh, oh. Scottish Gator. Doesn't rhyme. I think we 
we've established, it's not Scottish gear. They're call number three, Corey Redway. West Sussex, good morning, Corey. Morning. Morning. Hope you get it right, for your sake. I hope you get it right. Ten seconds, what have we got here? Scott Crook. Nearly. Nearly. Scottish Crocky. It's a Crook. And Scottish Crocodile, Scott Crook. What's a nickname for a Scott? What's a nickname? Oh! Man. Sorry, no, someone said it here. She said it doesn't Scott, rhyme. But that's In what it says here. Director, it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> Line four, Hayley Brown from Northall. Good morning, Hayley. Hi. Hi, yeah, 10 seconds. What's that? Jack Crop. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yes. 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 the DVD player, fantastic. Well done to you. But here's Christina Aguilera's brand new video, What a Girl Wants. Here it is. Right, excellent stuff. When I, I think of like um, videos to choose for this uh, podcast, I think of where I listen to these things. And I, I, normally I'm driving to work or I'm coming back from work. And I like, I, I really like the clips. We <laughs> I still listen to the clips within our like podcast. Yeah. And um, I thought that would be quite a good clip to hear while it was <laughs> driving. Because it is always funny, I think. Like, it was yeah. just like the anti what kids TV should have been, you know, like deck actually going, deck going mad at kids and <laughs> just <laughs> complaining that they're <laughs> getting the answers wrong. And obviously, I think one of them, one of them I remember, um, you could hear the mum in the background shouting stuff as well. And he says <laughs> to the kid, who's that in the background? And he goes, oh, it's my mum. He goes, well, tell her she's stupid as well. <laughs> like, I remember one where um, <laughs> someone said once that something was a shot in the dark and he said, oh, shoot yourself in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I think CD UK and SMTV, obviously it wasn't particularly popular at the beginning. And then it kind of evolved and grew into like the best thing on TV, I think. Like not just kids TV in the morning, it was almost the best thing on TV. Where they had um, like the chum sitcom and then, you know. I remember, the, I couldn't find this on YouTube, but I'm sure they did it. They did like a Star Trek or like a skit where they'd have like a, a screen like they could draw on in front of people and they'd always draw boobs or a bum kind of thing. And it was every time I saw it, it was funny and I was looking forward to almost that bit. But I couldn't find anything like that, <laughs> anything of that. So maybe I just dreamt it. When, when was it on? Because I, I remember watching it when I was not a kid, though. I, it was kids TV. But it, yeah, yeah, like I think you said it, it became it got like a following. It, it became like um, hangover TV. For, yeah, like, it, I think it was like it was on like eleven o'clock. Well, you had SMTV first, leading on to CD UK, didn't you? Yeah. Because do you remember the chart show they used to yeah. do on? There wasn't presenters to it, and it was kind of like a very poorly like computer graphics thing. But I used to like the chart show, and then they did that with live music. And uh, but yeah, it must have been late nineties, I reckon, probably yeah, ninety five to maybe two two thousand three or something like that, yeah. like that. But yeah, I liked because um, they did actually have decent bands on, and bands would sing live, and it was always quite good. Uh, apart from Eels. Do you remember the band Eels? And they sung their Nova Came for the Soul, which I quite liked as a song. And they went on dressed as rabbits. Like the drummer had carrots as drumsticks. Like, <laughs> I remember that. I think Baby Bird were on singing You're Gorgeous. And he goes, and you're gorgeous. And yes, I'm singing live kind of thing. But I, I really liked SMTV. I wasn't, it was like, almost like a big thing for Pokemon, wasn't it? Like DJ Catcho was for the Turtles. Pokemon right. was for SMTV. They bought the rights to Pokemon before they like, oh, this thing's massive in Japan. We'll buy the rights to that as well. That's how it kind of took off. And they did like terrible little sketches beforehand of them pretending to have a Pokemon battle. I think Cat Dealey was 
superb on it. I mean, you wouldn't think she'd be a particularly funny person it's because all of kind of kids TV before that was very just straight laced, wasn't it? Kat Deeney kind of changed that a bit with Ant and Death, with Zoe Ball and Jamie Thigston, who were on um, BBC at the same time. Like kid, normal kids TV, just have to be excited and get everyone involved and always happy. Like challenge Ant and things like that were really kind of different oh, and funny. Was, that was what it was called. I couldn't think what the name of this, the actual segment was. That was when he had to uh, answer questions against a kid. Yeah, win prizes off kids. Take yeah. prizes off of kids. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if he, if he won, the kid genuinely had to walk out with nothing and he'd stand there gloating. Mm. You're thick, you're thick, yeah, you're thick, you're thick. There was like a little documentary on ITV recently about it. They oh, was it? Back. it? It's probably on the ITV player. So oh, right. looking back at when it was on, so current interviews with Andette Cat Dealey talking about SMT. I think I, I, did, I think I saw a clip of it where they were kind of like saying, no, we don't want to do it. Like hmm. they, they had no interest in doing kids kind of TV after doing um, Biker Grove. Now they're the most probably successful TV presenters of all time in the UK, aren't they? But... I, I've lost track. Well, it become one of those things where people used to say there was no point in even like watching the National TV Awards because you just yeah. knew they were going to win. Their bits within um, uh, I'm a Celebrity are my favourite things about I'm a Celebrity. Anything with an eating trial, I turn off. I'm not a big fan of Taskmaster now because they have an eating trial. When he's um, with Dennis Wise and saying he was a very small man, but even though he's like the same height as him, and it just kind of was a running joke and he was doing his, like doing a Cockney accent and things. I think I've watched that compilation on YouTube of him just saying he's a very small man. Probably as much as I'd watched uh, any other clip. Well, I think um, them two backstage with Stephen Mulhern on Britain's Got Talent was one of was a clip that I sent. Oh you. yes, <laughs> not even. I don't think it was even a clip. At the Is time. him, him two, walking off? They do yeah, an impression when, of him. When, yeah, the the first time they kind of stumbled across that little sort of banter they had of each other. Yeah, the first time I saw it happening was I I found it really really funny. Like which I didn't used to kind of think I'd, I'd watch programs like that kind of light entertainment and enjoy them and and that. Yeah. But when, when I saw that bit, I actually found it laugh out loud funny. I can't remember what it was. There was something the way he used to walk off like when telling told a joke and go whoa and kind of walk yeah, off was like it? with his kind of head forward and yeah. <laughs> and then they, that's kind of evolved into now the Saturday Night Takeaway where Stephen Mahon sets some uh, tasks each week. There was a good one the other week, fencing, when they thought they'd be fencing, but they were playing like, look, be, peek behind the curtain, but we were like loads of garden fences in the way. <laughs> Haven't they made it into such a big thing and Stephen Mahern's death dressed as a bush? I don't subscribe to that stuff a lot of the time. I just think, oh, this is so crap. I thought this is actually quite funny. <laughs> quite enjoying this. That clip you just played then, for the for the benefit of people that are hearing this and not seeing it, there was a, a, a background Winton as well in that clip. Oh, was there? <laughs> yeah. That, uh, the, Dale Winton in the background, so he must have just been a guest. All right, let's go to our next clip. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery. Not 
Right, so DuckTales, yes. I think the best theme tune of any programme of all time. I, I thought the programme was amazing with um, Scrooge McDuck with his three nephews. And then they kind of got more characters. Launchpad, Gizmo Duck, um, Mrs. Beakley, I want to say. But yeah, I love DuckTales. I think I've probably watched every episode now. It's not something I'd <laughs> go back and watch because I'm 38. But I think as soon as we have children, they'll be DuckTales fans. And you said a little while ago that the theme tunes are like one of the big hooks of things like that. That was the first one I thought of. Yeah, I, I really liked uh, DuckTales. I really liked raccoons and I really like tailspins I think DuckTales kind of peaked uh, and then I think DuckTales even though it's like uh, probably 30 years ago now that I still you'd still mention Scrooge McDuck and you'd still like maybe make a joke involving Scrooge McDuck oh right you still have you got that bit of money like Scrooge McDuck uh, yeah. like to people you can still use it now everyone knows about it if you said DuckTales you put in a crowded room or a lift someone would probably go woo <laughs> <laughs> which I'd like you to find out tomorrow in your office oh no it's bank holiday so don't you <laughs> just go in specifically to do it one of the things that I remind of that I think of most with DuckTales was the NES the 8-bit Nintendo <laughs> yeah. game that I had of it yeah I had the same thing I think my sister was really good at it and I wasn't but I remember if Scrooge you could get his walking stick as a pogo stick and you could pretty much go through any level <laughs> just yeah. bouncing yeah they were, it was like one of those classic games where there was like a kind of a level in the jungle a level in the yes snow, snowy icy mountains and that kind of thing mm-hmm. it's funny you say that your sister was good at it and you weren't my brother was always good at those games and i, I yeah I, I say i wasn't i didn't i didn't put as much effort in i didn't try right. i was terrible when i was younger it's just been like start doing something <laughs> if i wasn't good at it straight away i'd lose interest uh, i didn't understand the concept of kind of practice no, 100% with you on that. I think um, as soon as I'm rubbish at something, I give it up straight away. My uh, mum, when I went back to see her this week, said she found a load of paperwork for me. And some of it's like um, my shares in a company and some of it's like about my pension. But there was all my old school reports in there. And um, I always thought, did I say, to say this to you earlier? I always thought I was quite clever. I always thought I put in an effort at school. And then I've read all my <laughs> my school reports. I was shit. I was an idiot. and I was fucking rubbish. All this yeah. time I thought I had potential. But no, I didn't. Like... <laughs> It brought me very much back down to earth. And then because I worked at the same school that I went to, <laughs> one of the guys I used to drink with, who's my uh, like kind of boss, and if we go on a trip, you'd have a couple of beers and that. We quite liked each other's company. We'd have a laugh of each other. So um, he'd go, oh, you're coming down a pub late? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, up for that. And we'd have a laugh. But he was like quite a big lad and he couldn't get to the bar a lot of the time. He'd go, oh, just go to the bar for me kind of thing. And you think, yeah, fine, he's my boss. I found a thing in my report from him saying about a lack of effort. I thought I would take that from pretty much anyone. <laughs> I think I had that moment a few years ago where my mum handed me a load of reports and, and I started reading them and I threw them in the bin. I, they were too, I, they depressed me too much. Like read, reading that kind of yeah. should have tried harder, should have applied yourself, you know, could could be so much better. I just thought, oh God, I can't read this. This is like Yeah. And then um, it was like I was distracted too easily and I talked too much. And like I say to my dad I think year 10 year 11 you know football and you kind of start discovering like girls and stuff and trying to look look good and you care more about that than you do about learning I'm like working at a school for so long you could say that a million times to the same kid and they still wouldn't like believe you but that was just kind of me and my dad was like well yeah I was the same I thought oh right so I didn't really have a chance <laughs> what um, other cartoons did you like Mark? Thundercats I think um, that was kind of before DuckTales I liked yeah, I Mask think, yeah. do you remember Mask? Mask yeah funnily enough I referenced Mask the other day because I said a, I'm trying to be funny on Facebook said oh, did the car in front of you turn into a plane? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that exciting no, I just said, do you think you've said the word mask more in the last year than you had in all the previous years of your life combined? Coronavirus. And yeah. Then, and then I, I said my, my only previous peak was probably 
around 1985 due to the <laughs> cartoon of the same name. Uh, always riding on Venom's tail. Um, centurions. What, what were Centurions? They were like people in like, they weren't robots, they were humans, but in like kind of fancy robot suits that allowed them to kind of... Yeah, I get you. If it hasn't been made, then we're, we're onto something. <laughs> He-Man, I was a bit of a fan on, had a few figures. But then my sister liked My Little Pony. I was happy to play with them. I was happy to play yeah. with Care Bears and I liked stuff. Care Bears. Uh, yeah. Jet, remember Jet? Jet was like a singer or something, was she? Like the girl, they were like a girl band, but then yeah. they fight crime as well. Hurricanes, yeah. the football team. Yeah, that was okay. I wasn't a big fan of it. I think uh, probably because you were too critical of the football. The, football, yeah, the technique of the footballers. Yeah, <laughs> I look like Transformers. I really liked as well. Some things are really cool. Like you have a car that turns into a truck, or a truck that turns into a plane. I think one of them was a plane that turned into a massive gun. You'd be better off in a plane all the time, surely. Yeah. And then one of them turned into a, like a tape player. You think they've done that? <laughs> yeah. Right, mate. Should we watch the stupidest death ever on Nightmare? Side step to your left. Right. Okay. Right. Can again. Walk forward. I'm just going to get in round the chair. Stop. Take side step to your right. Walk forward. Simon, stop. Where am I? You're in a grey room which has two doors at the end of it. It is a... Warning team, nothing here is stable. Proceed with care, but don't delay. Simon, yes. side step to your left. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, absolutely love it. <laughs> oh, shit. I, didn't mean to... I just love the fact he gets it wrong first and everyone kind yeah. of looks at him. Like, take a well, step to your left. Um, that's why the, the clip's good because they kind of, <laughs> if, it was, if it was just the, the bit when he gets it wrong at the end, you wouldn't think too much of it. But because yeah. they've shown that it's happened once already. I love the fact oh, as well. He could hear like a baby talking in it because yeah. I think the, the guy, some somebody's videoed it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it back on video and filmed the video. So you can see yeah. his family in the background and stuff. Take a step to your to your, to your left. And then it goes, no, right. And he goes, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like pointing at the screen, like, oh, yeah, I've got that wrong. And then the floor disappears next to him. <laughs> Does exactly the same thing. So, Brokey, so let's 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 deep dive it. Yeah. it Do you want to add a take your way through it? Have you got the technology to get some Jamie Carragher pens on the screen? Yeah. <laughs> Drawing circles around things. But oh, definitely. The, the bloke in the red t-shirt who says first, sidestep left. Yeah. And then the, the, the lad in the green t-shirt says no, right. And then as it cuts back to them, you see the one in the red t-shirt trying to explain yeah. why he said left. He was going, I was trying to get him. And the bloke just ignores him so much that he just stops talking. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then out of the blue, the third kid's voice starts talking who sounds like a Welsh... A four-year-old, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's absolute brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does fit the criteria. We're, we're obviously laughing at it and taking the piss, yeah. but it does fit the criteria. It is a TV show from our childhood as well. Yeah. It's just, it's just do, do, you want to, do you want to explain Nightmare? So it was like, um, what's the, what are the computer games called now? Like, first-person... 
Yeah, like a Doom first-person shooter or like... I yeah, so you'd have a group of four friends. One of them would go into what I imagine was just an empty, like a green screen room. Yeah, probably and then four I'd, in a block or something, yeah. Yeah, and then his three mates would sit in a room that was very reminiscent of like the kind of Crystal Maze medieval zone with a, a fake dungeon master and people like that. And they would have to guide their friend through the maze. And then when you were watching it at home superimposed scenes on the on the on the screens in front of you so he'd walk into a dungeon or walk into a mm. you know the, the roof of a castle or across a bridge or something like that and they'd have to kind of direct him you know walk forward three paces and yeah. there's a table, there's a there's a there's a sword on the table reach yeah. out the right hand and pick up the sword but on this occasion <laughs> got one of the kids who doesn't know his left from his right so <laughs> I mean, the, the only problem with this clip is it doesn't go on longer because that kid not knowing his left and right would be funny for about an hour. Yeah. Kid, <laughs> yeah, every time, him. yeah. Every time, right, there's a door to your left and then you hear someone say, no, right. And the moment where he falls, the floor drops away in certain yeah. places, doesn't it? And, and then you have to kind of... <laughs> the, the kids, his friends should be saying, right, take three steps forward and then one step right and one step left and navigating him through these holes in the floor. But it's getting oh, wrong straight red, away. Red, red shirt, just immediately tells him to take the side <laughs> to the left and, and he disappears down a hole. Oh, that's his game over. I think that was one thing that you, you, you're dead and that's it, isn't it? There was yeah. like a skull in the corner that slowly disintegrated and that was kind of your timing and things. And hmm. I don't know, I think as a kid I was probably quite scared of everything, so maybe I didn't watch a lot of Nightmare, but it's something my sister definitely watched. You'd be gutted if you were like watching it now, if you were a kid and you watched it, you'd think, oh my God, that's really bad. But no, as an adult, I'm just happy to laugh my head off at that <laughs> idiot child. <laughs> He's now probably a, a CEO of a company somewhere. I used to love things like that when I was younger. Do you remember you used to get the books where you'd have, like, you could control... Yeah, yeah. If, like, if you want to go through down the pipe, go to page 19. If you, yeah. yeah. I don't know what their books are called, but yeah, I had a few of them. I think I had a few, like, Mario versions of them. And I, th- I think the first time, like, a computer arrived in the school, there was a game. I want to say it was yeah. called Granny's Garden, where it would be like that. You'd have a keyboard, you know, using F1, F2, F3. Yeah. And- You'd have to say, if you want to go through this door, press that button, and then yeah, Mart- Martello Tower, something like that, was right. the same thing. It's like like the uh, like the game at the beginning of Big, you know, you come across oh, an ice yeah. queen, yeah, yeah, uh, multiple choice kind of thing. Yeah, nightmares, good. I think the nightmare would still work now, but do you think you could do that like a stag do as a <laughs> an activity? Because <laughs> there was oh, like yeah. li- live actors in within the, the the maze kind of thing, wasn't there? In the rooms, yeah, and they'd have to answer questions and up, but I, they'd have to I'd probably work on their feet, wouldn't they? Like because kids yeah. could say anything and then they'd have to. React to it so imagine pretty well done yeah it was a good show i mean there's probably i wouldn't be surprised if there's versions of stuff like that on now that we're just not aware of just massively updated these things are always like nowhere near you think oh i should watch that and if you sat there and watched it you'd think oh this is shit now <laughs> yeah and unless unless it was that clip i'm sure there are other funny moments yeah. in it. Um, oh, it's it's good that you chose a funny moment from within a program rather than just like you know because i picked like a couple of theme tunes i liked and then the wonky donkey one later on because i wanted to listen to the deck shower yeah. people please go on our website and look up that video it's it's worth quick you, you sent it over to me and obviously you sent stuff on my phone and then i get on the laptop and i've got to look it up and i think i put in nightmare <laughs> stupid death yeah that was a bad search well we have listened to our public and we have done an episode for them ross evans this was for you mate thank you for listening and if anyone else has got any suggestions please uh let us know and we'll add it to our list of maybe please subscribe to us at youtube review podcast dot blogspot.com 
or see us on Twitter at Rockle Russell One.